Okay, everybody, Stephen Key here, and I have a special guest, Colette from, where do you live, Colette? Where? I live in Chihuahua, New Jersey. Okay, wonderful. About 30 minutes away from Manhattan. All right. And you do something very special that I think our audience is going to absolutely love. You're involved in DRTV, as seen on TV. Yes, I am. And have been for many years. I know. I looked at some of the things that you do, and it's it's amazing. And we're going to show everybody in just a minute. We'll cut that in. In three, two, one, action. After successes as a high school teacher, a PR director, and an account executive on Madison Avenue, Colette Leantonio launched Concepts TV in 1983. Many of her spots and infomercials have become legends in pop culture. Amber Vision sunglasses, Smart Mop. Topsy Tail, The Contour Pillow, The Bedazzler, The George Foreman Grill, and recent hits include Pajama Jeans, Cafe Cups, Cats Meow, and more. Colette's forte is turning ordinary products into household names while generating billions of dollars in sales for her clients. Triple Threat writer, director, and producer Colette is known as the queen of infomercials and is maybe the most prolific creative talent in direct response history. In a career spanning 35 years, she has produced over four 4,000 short-form and long-form direct response shows. Colette has created winning hits for big brands such as Bissell, Victoria's Secret, The Learning Annex, March of Dimes, Comet, American Idol, DirecTV, and Sears. Most recently, she's captivated audiences with memorable viral videos, synonymous with magic moment demos and killer testimonials. Colette is also among the first producers to use female talent for direct response voiceovers. Now try an exciting new look with Topsy Tail. She has won more than 150 industry awards for creative achievement. She has worked with celebrities, including Jack LaLanne, Montel Williams, Joe Namath, and Sean T. But in her commercials, the product is always the real star. So DRTV, that's kind of a wild world, isn't it? I mean... Things are brought to market fairly quick on with great little commercials that you help with um, that show a problem and solution. And then the, the products are off selling pretty fast, aren't they? Well, um, actually, the big brands are actually adapting a lot of our ways. The kind of not as much yell and sell, but they are doing a lot of the great demos that make you look. So I, I feel like we've influenced advertising as advertising has influenced us. Well, it, it has been a big influence for the inventing community. In fact, we, we tell all of our students and our listeners that if you put together a one-minute uh, video showing a problem and solution, just like the DRTV companies do, it's a great selling tool, isn't it? It's absolutely a fabulous selling tool. We usually on television started with the two minutes, but there's not that much available time. So the one minute is great. And we're, of course, doing a lot of 30 seconds, which drives to retail. Not happening right now, but ordinarily, that's the normal progression. Okay. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what do you do? Um, we write, produce, which is um, the organizational part of it, and direct. Okay. Then we edit and we complete the piece. We're the creative pieces of the okay. of the mix but we're only one aspect of it obviously the media buying the, the answering the, the websites all of it comes together but we're the arts and crafts part let's talk about that for a minute because that's really important isn't it 
to get the I, message right. If you don't get the message right, you can forget the rest of the organizational parts. All right. So to get the message right, how do you do that? Do you sit down and, and meet with the company that's got the product? Do you try to look at their marketing material, what they've done before? But how do you how do you find that magic? How do you create that magic? How do you start? Well, the magic is what is your goal? If your goal is to reach the major audience, if you want to reach the most amount of people with a product on television, then the magic is 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 going to be reduced to a few really key elements. Um, so I'm not going to tell you if you have a product that's um, uh, how to adjust your shower head uh, to the right temperature in a very high-end $200 item. It's not going to work on television. Um, I need the most universal aspects of your product. I learned from you by telling me what you've done that's failed, what you've done that's successful. I learn as much from my own mistakes and your mistakes as I do from our wins. Okay. So it's very, very important to see what have you done so far? Got What's it. your goal? Who's your audience? All right. So are there certain products that maybe DRTV is just not a good format for? Absolutely. I mean, I mean if, someone comes of... to you, if someone comes to you and say, hey, I've got this thing I want to do on TV, and you look at it, and from your experience, you go, I don't think this is going to work. Do you tell them that? Oh, I always tell everybody exactly what I think. They don't always listen. Okay. But I'll tell you from my experience, this is what I know. Now, I've been proven wrong on numerous occasions. So I'm not the guru. Um, I probably have more experience than anyone else in the business having done this for 40 years. And yet I still learn all the time and, and the market changes constantly. Okay. But there's certain aspects that have been universal over the years. And one of them for TV is that it should be a fairly large audience, okay. the, a broad base. Got it. Okay. How important is to have a wow factor? Uh, well, if you don't, if you want to distinguish yourself, it's real important. For instance, you know that we did the Wolf Washer. And that's a fabulous product. It's, it's a real fun product. You'll probably show it. One of the things we did in the commercial was we actually washed a pony. Now, you don't use this. Not Most people don't have ponies. I wasn't doing it to say, oh, and you can wash your pony. I was doing that particular visual because I wanted to say large, small, anything at all. And it made you look. It really makes you look to see an over-the-top demonstration, and that's a wow factor. If you don't have one in your product, I'll give you one. Oh, so you can help with that wow factor to demo. That's yes. amazing. Demo, that... demo, demo. Wow. When we did, we did the smart mop many years ago in the 90s, and one of the most important, it was a mop. And when I first saw it, I was not impressed. I'm thinking, oh, another mop. But in the demonstration that I watched at one of these live home shows, the guy took the mop that was full of water and he swung it way out over the audience and everybody cringed and it didn't wet anyone. There was not a drop that was gone. That moment is a magic moment. Okay. When we did DD7, we put the red sock in the water, it came out white. That is a magic moment. It was co it was copied many times over with OxyClean and all that, but that demonstration goes way back to the boardwalk days. Okay, so how do you come up with those creative magic moments? Do you sit around and just say, hey, what can we do here? And 
talk about that yes. process for a minute. Is it <laughs> Absolutely. Just... I, I use metaphors. I use analogies. I'm an old English teacher. So a lot of those things I try to visualize. Even though I'm a wordsmith, I really believe that that visual is worth so much more than anything I can say. If you can turn the sound off and still get the point across, that's the magic. Well, let's talk about that for a minute because the Wolf Washer had, I think, 100 million views with no sound on Facebook. Wasn't that correct? It was 60 million the first week. It went viral. Okay. With no sound. With no because sound. It wasn't, it wasn't supposed to be launched. It was an accident. They prematurely launched it. Okay. What a great mistake, huh? <laughs> it was a great, it's a great mistake. But when, having said that, I panicked, as did some of my coworkers, because we figured, uh-oh, it's going to get knocked off. Huh. Now it's out there before we're ready. So that's a really important thing. You're dealing with inventors. You know how important it is to keep your... Timing. Yes, yeah. <laughs> timing is everything. You've got to be ready to ship it and sell Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Have it ready. Have your, have your down market prepared. Have okay. your retailers prepared. Have everybody pre prepared. Otherwise, somebody else is going to steal your thunder. Okay. If someone was going to shoot their own, let's say in a low budget... They've got their iPhone and they want to shoot their own one minute format like DRTV because I love the format. Show me a problem for 15 seconds. Show me a solution. Show me the magic. Show me the wow. It works. Is the first step to do a storyboard so you kind of know what you're doing and what you want to get across? Well, I do. Okay. I, I, I can't say that someone at home is going to do that. I I have a script and then I storyboard the script with an artist okay. for people, especially for people that have investors and they need to visualize uh, what's going to happen. And you have a lot of people that are not visual people. So they see the written word and they're like, huh? so you need to do the storyboard for groups. It's important. But also, um, if you want to do a one minute on your iPhone, I mean, on, a, on an i10, you can get a great production out of it um but it all comes there's a down, lot of things but go ahead I'm but sorry. it all comes down to the story the hook how to shoot it right the angles to get that story out isn't that right i mean that's where the magic happens the magic is also in your offer oh. um yes we can all show the commercial beautifully we can all do visuals everybody's every kid that gets out of school down with his phone can do a commercial i have no doubt there is magic however in the offer and the way you ask for the money. Oh, These are very important things. Every single second counts. The person that you're looking at, if they've got big hoop dangling earrings, the person is going to be, the, the potential buyer is going to be looking at those earrings and not at the product. And so many people forget that. When you dress somebody, dress them in sincere blue. Don't put them in a color that's off-putting, yellow. Okay. Little things like that, subtle things under the hood that I know about. Let's talk about asking for the money. Because that's kind of, is that hard to do? Is there a trick to that? Is there a strategy to ask for the money? How do you do that? Well, it depends. If it's a lot of money, then you don't ask for it all up front. You can do a lead gen. You can do a two-step. You can do a number of things. So if a product, say, you know, and I do lots of exercise products. So say I'm doing a... Um, some sort of stepper or a bike or something like that, 
if I were selling the Peloton, I'm not going to get $3,000 up front plus $40 a month, which is what Peloton goes for. So I'm going to lead gen somebody and I'm going to offer them a whole bunch of things to go look into it. So I'm going to send you to the website. I'm going to send you to a second place or I'm going to send you to a call center with experts that know how to close the sale. But I'm not going to be able to sell you a $3,000 item in one minute as good as I am. So let's say you have a lower, let's say you have a 1995 product. Yes. That's a good price point. Someone that's affordable. How do you ask the money with that? Because that that's the right format, right? I mean, how do you do that? Do you just well, come out and say, buy it, you need it? What do you do? Well, I say, you know, a call right now and you can get this. for. First, I'll compare it to perhaps another value. You could pay as much as, and I may pull something from the internet. Oh. You could pay as much as X amount for this but I'm gonna give you value today. And this is the value. You're gonna get this for that amount, but wait, there's more. I'm gonna double your offer, but besides that, I'm gonna give you free shipping. And if you act right now, I'm gonna send you these 10 pieces that go with it. And I just keep building your offer. Your offer will be a big part of the script. And you keep showing them so that this is something that's too good to refuse at that point in time. So you keep on stacking the value. You're going to build the offer. You're going to jam build it. The offer. So it's so attractive, you, you have to go get it now, basically. You should get it now because on TV you're getting that. Now, in the old days, we would say not available in stores. In fact, okay. a lot of retailers didn't want to deal with us because they thought we were competition. That, of course, is, is old hat. So you want people to go to the stores. However... You want more people to order right then and there to get a good gauge. Yeah. And so you offer these additional items on TV. Okay. These offers are only available on TV. Got it. You can also say, first 100 callers, you're legally obligated to give it to everyone that calls. But you can say that. Okay. okay. <laughs> Thank you for all that information. That's, you're welcome. There's so much there. We got to have you back. There's too I'll, much. I'll come back anytime. I, right. I, I love working with inventors. Did you see, you you know the old Topsy Tail commercial? Yes. All right, Tamima Edmark. She's a, she's a, a great inventor and, and a, she had a great story. Should look into that and interview her. Wow. Although she got burned okay. by well, knockoffs. Yeah. Well, that so that, those are the types of things that I, I, I always warn my, my inventors about. Make sure that you're well prepared. Got it. Well, maybe we can talk about that on the next video. I would love to. All right. Well, thank you very much for coming on. Wonderful. Thank you, Stephen. I appreciate it. Stay safe.